0: Is a boost, all right. I love that. Look for Smart Energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Costco. Go grab a can and share on social media, tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show us how Smart Energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy, stay focused. Did you know that the bold, smooth taste of Dunkin' Cold Coffee can be brewed in your Keurig coffee maker and enjoyed at home? You heard that right. Dunkin's Cold K-Cup pods were crafted to be brewed hot and enjoyed cold. Each Dunkin' Cold K-Cup pod is packed with the smooth, bold Dunkin' flavor you crave. Pick up a pack of Duncan's Cold K-Cup pods and enjoy a Dunkin' Cold coffee at home whenever you crave it. Just brew over ice and sip in seconds, because the home with Dunkin' is where you want to be. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're all having a fantastic week. Happy Friday! It's the weekend. Boy, I have been having a lot of fun in New York. My producer Steve just said, "Yeah, from Instagram, it really seemed like you hit the fuck you ejector button," which is an amazing term that I'm going to use frequently. I hope, and I did. Uh, I have just been having so much spontaneous fun. Last week, I went to so. I told you guys about the party that I went to on Wednesday night that was so fun, and I was out and met lots of friends there. And then I somehow got to texting my new friend, the founder of that drink Ruby that I like, um, about setting me up. And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I've got a couple guys for you." And I was like, "Okay, perfect. Like, you know what I say? Date in another city. It's so good to do." So he set me up with these two guys, and one of them I was texting. Well, first of all, so then it was Friday. Friday rolls around. I'm like barely over my hangover from Wednesday. And I go to Wig's art show. And first of all, I had such a delightful dinner with my brother at the Odeon. I actually love it there. And I just love my brother so much. He's my favorite person. And I'm so grateful to have a sibling that I get along with. But sidebar, by the way, we're five years apart and for a long time we had literally nothing in common. Sometimes it takes till till you're older to connect with a sibling and that's okay. So I just want to toss that out there. So we go to the Odeon, we get french fries, champagne and shrimp cocktail, which is pretty much my ideal meal. And then I go to Wig's art show and Wig is like, you know, art PR extraordinaire it's this beautiful space in Brooklyn there's like three kind of exhibits and and Wig was doing the PR for this a really amazing performance art piece where there was these two people in the middle of a box like imagine a big perspex block box that everyone can see in and then in the box there's a rock and the two performers in the box are there for 6 hours. And it's not like a comfortable position they're in. They're on a rock gripping each other so they don't fall off. And I just performance art is so crazy to me because the entire time I think about how uncomfortable I would be, which I don't know if that means like I'm a narcissist or what, but the whole time I was like, "Oh my god, I'd be like sweating and like worrying how my butt looked and all this good stuff." And and also and then Wig told me that Also, if you're new to the pod, Wig is one of my best friends. He lives in New York and he's amazing. He told me that the performers wear contact lenses that make them blind. So you're in a box... With someone you just met, that's part of the, the whole shtick of the thing is that they just meet that day. They don't know who each other are before. The artist organizes two performers to come. You climb into this box. You're wearing only a thong, only like a little thong underwear. It looked like skims, actually. <laughs> that's what I thought. I looked. I was like, oh, is it skims? Because it, it was like that kind of material. You're on a rock. There's a light beaming down. You can hear all these people around you and... And it's and they're like drinking and eating and you're just you're in the box on the rock. What was crazy is uh, halfway through one of the performers got some you know felt sick or something and was like I need to get out I need to get, get out so they had to pull her out with like this ladder and then the artist himself who conceptualized the whole thing actually jumped in in her place like was like okay well we we have like three more hours to go because it's like a six hour time slot or whatever like he jumped in which so that was quite a moment everyone was obviously staring and it's like so stressful and I was thinking about the girl I was like oh my god I would 100% do that too it, it, it's not that you would be claustrophobic because it's like open air and also see-through, but again, you have the contact lenses in, so you're feeling, I, I don't know. But anyway, feel her on that. I wouldn't have made it five minutes, but it was really beautiful and and was such a good turnout. I'm so proud of Wig. He's so good at his job. And I believe you can go see it. Um, I believe you can go see it. It's in Greenpoint. I'll put the name of the gallery in the show notes in case you guys want to go check it out because it was really cool. And I know that they're doing it like every Saturday. And then there was this other exhibit. I don't know if you call it an an installation, I believe. It's like all these coffins with trees on them was also cool and beautiful. Uh, And the food was really good. I only mentioned because, you know, sometimes there's no food at these things, but it was like the best hors d'oeuvres I've ever had. And turns out it's because the restaurant next to this space is was catered it and it's not open yet honestly guys I had such a night I have so much to tell you okay so so first of all so we're in the we're in the art thing and I'm like hanging out meeting so many nice cool people and uh, I'm not telling you this to boast I'm telling you this because this today marks the summer of outside part two or whatever we're gonna call it two guys hit on me you guys two guys In real life, and I just feel like I'm so disillusioned with dating apps right now. Not that I've really been on them, obviously being kicked off of Riot, and I've only like been looking at Hinge, not really like swiping, but just kind of like having a look. And anecdotally from you guys, I hear complete dating app fatigue again. Just like you're so sick of it; it's not working. It's really stressful. And at this party, I was. I was in a mood to talk to people. I was in a mood to meet people. And two guys hit on me in real life. I was just so astounded. I was like, this is amazing. This is proof. And I want to take this opportunity to to call out that when you go out, because you guys are always like, oh my God, how should I meet guys when I'm out? Or like, how do I meet people in real life? Because I'm sick of the apps too. I think that there's a very different energy if you go out and you're open versus you're closed. And you might be like, well, Tinks, I definitely want to meet someone. And it's like, okay. But really stop and think about when you go to a party or a dinner party or an art exhibit or anything where you could meet someone potentially, like, what is your energy? saying what is your energy saying I'm saying like are you walking around with two friends like looking at your phone the whole time and like whispering in the corner or like just standing at the you know in the bathroom line like putting on lip liner or whatever or are you Giggling, laughing, looking around, making eye contact with people. Is your phone in your bag? Are you walking around alone? Because it's really hard for guys or anyone to go up to you and meet you if you're in a group. Like it's just that's really fucking intimidating for anyone. Like how much can we actually ask for? So at this party... I was like walking around, like laughing, meeting people, going off to people myself, whatever, having champagne, you know, talking to everyone about the hors d'oeuvres, what have you, asking questions. And I was just so shocked. I didn't feel a vibe with either of them, but I was just like, it was so nice. And they were like viable. They were viable candidates. They were like cute, you know, normal guys. And I just, I just was like, wow, this is amazing. And I need to tell my cuties about this because like I, it, it can happen. And I think it's so much about your energy. I didn't give them my numbers because I, again, it didn't really feel the vibe in that way, but it just was like, I took it as a sign and boy, did I need a sign. I'm just going to leave that cryptic nugget, uh, right there for you. But boy, did I need a sign this weekend, uh, that there is, there are people out there. Also, I am just going to come out and say that I do feel that happens more in New York than in LA and that's just like a me problem like again there's amazing things about both cities. But I do feel like there's just more spontaneous meeting and, you know, mixing and mingling in New York. I don't think I've ever been approached at a party in L.A. or whatever. Maybe I'm hanging out at the wrong parties, though. Maybe I should maybe I need to go to like more art parties in L.A. because I think that that's kind of a fun crowd to go into. So anyway, was having a great time hanging out with Wig, being so silly, enjoying this amazing art. And one of the guys who I had gotten set up with, we'd been texting all day and the text was really really good like it was a really good banter also I I don't even need to call it out but I'm just saying saying a big fuck you to my mental health and I'm just gonna talk about dating again because that's what feels right for me at the moment so we're really we're having good texting we've been texting for like a day and we had plans to meet up on Tuesday and it was Friday currently and then I was just like you know what do you want to just grab a drink tonight? Actually, like I'm he was at a dinner with his friend and I was at this art thing and I was I was in a good mood. I think that matters so much, right? I it's it's almost as important as like if you're having a pretty face day but like you know when you're just having like pretty energy and that that's what I was at the party I was just in a good mood like my outfit wasn't that sick nothing was that great I was still puffy from the night before two nights before but I was just like I I'm my best self right now why don't we just suggest like going to get a drink now and I know what you're thinking tinks you say no same dates yeah but unless it's like a I have always put that clause in there where I say, if it's like a spontaneous thing like this, and especially if you're the person doing it, then why the fuck not? The most important thing is to stop with the pen paling and just get it off the page because if you don't connect in real life, it really doesn't fucking matter. So I was like, damn, this guy seems really cool. And either I'm going to like him and I'm going to want to spend more time with him this weekend prior to Tuesday because I was leaving on Wednesday, or I won't. And then I don't want to waste my whole weekend like texting him when I could just like. I don't know text someone else or whatever and he was okay if you can make it back to the city in uh 30 minutes then let's do it it was late it was really late and I was like fuck it like wig I'm leaving um oh my god but then when we were leaving the art thing we I was clearly on one on Friday I walked by the restaurant and I wanted to tell them that their chicken skewers were really good because they were really good and I see this like super hot guy in there like just so my type like tattoos like you know jewelry like whatever bleach hair and I was like oh my god and this guy was like oh did you want to come and tour the restaurant it's like not ready yet and my friend was like, oh, my friend thinks that guy's hot. And he's like, oh, he's married. But let me give you a tour of the restaurant. And so they did. And this restaurant looks absolutely phenomenal. It's kind of giving like the menu vibes. I don't know if you guys saw that movie with Ray Fiennes, but it's like a tasting kitchen sort of situation. And it just is giving the menu, but in the best way, like a beautiful space. And I was like, I am creeped out, but also love you, your chicken skewers and your hot chef. So I'll put the name of the art gallery in the show notes and the restaurant. It's not open yet, but when it does, it's, it's right next to that. So love that. And um you should go check it out if you live in the New York Tri-State area. So Wig and our other friends were going to get a late dinner and I was like, You guys, I'm sorry, I'm ditching, I'm gonna go meet this guy. And I walk into the place we were getting drinks, we went to the Ludlow Hotel, and I was like, Oh my god, he's so handsome. Like, which okay, let me explain. So as you guys may or may not know, I don't really like pretty boys. Like that's not my aesthetic that's not what gets me going you know like ryan gosling totally appreciate how handsome he is but i would never walk into a party if he was like a normal person and not a celebrity i would never walk into a party and like hit on him like that's just not my vibe unless it was ryan gosling in place beyond the pines in which case yes daddy a hundred percent but that's when he had like bleach blonde hair and tattoos obviously so my first thing is like oh my god like my new friend, the founder of Ruby must really like me because this guy is so handsome, like traditionally handsome. Like he looked like he walked out of an Abercrombie catalog in like the 90s or whatever. And he has like a really cool outfit on and we had a good date. Like it was a pretty, as far as first dates go, like it was pretty great. It was like, you know, two drinks, two drink maximum shout out Lindsay Metzler you know funny conversation the whole time and I always can tell when I like someone when I'm like a little bit more conscious of I don't know I was just like all of a sudden like standing up a little straighter I was like oh shit like I was kind of just doing this as a joke to just get it out the way and whatever and then I was like fuck I was wish I was wearing a better outfit it wasn't so drunk and whatever but it was fine and we had a fun time and I met some of you guys there (laughs) So it's always it's always a fun experience when I'm on a date and I meet some of you guys because I don't think he knew. Oh, OK, this is the other exciting part. He doesn't have Instagram. He doesn't have any social media. So he like I think that um, Noah, who founded Ruby, like told him that I'm an influencer or whatever, but he has no he's never seen any of my shit, which like I kind of love. So I think it's always probably a weird experience for guys, anyway. But especially if you like didn't know, and then I met you guys, and it was obviously a Friday night, so you guys were all drunk, and I was a little drunk. So it's like a love fest. And I was like, "This is my job. It's really fun. I, I have like an extended friend group, and we just all hang out on the internet all day, and like they're all really cool girls and gays. So that's my job." And he was like, "Okay," but he was like cool about it. I mean, sometimes guys are weird; they either get really shy or weirded out. But he was, "That's so cool. Like that's so. I love that you love your job and that." you love your followers and I was like oh my god yeah they're the best so it was pretty great and then at the end of the date he was like well can I see you tomorrow like what are you doing let's let's hang out and I was just like I need to tell my followers about this because again if it's clicking it's clicking like it, it shouldn't be that complicated and I was like yeah let's hang tomorrow whatever so we ended up getting lunch on Saturday and shopping around and having a nice time but I on Saturday, when we were um, hanging out, I was like, Oh, well, yeah, box. I said something, I was telling him about my friend, and I was like, Yeah, box theory. And he was like, What's that? And so I explained box theory. And <laughs> it's really awkward to explain box theory when you're on a date because you're like, Yeah, I was like, you know, did my whole shtick. I was like, Well, you know, when a guy meets a girl in a romantic setting, like a setup or a dating app, um, he puts her into one of three boxes, and I like go ahead and explain the whole thing. And I was like, obviously no pressure like you don't need to tell me what box I'm in and I'm like because it doesn't matter and like just you know talking myself into a hole and he was like no I completely agree with you interesting and he was like no that's completely right he was like that's I totally agree and then I was like obviously made annoying tinks jokes and I was like are you just saying that again in my pants and he was like no no it's true it's true So we had a nice time. Also, this guy had an interesting theory, which I want to float to you guys and see what you think about it. When we were having lunch, uh, he was like, yeah, I think that actually now is like the new cuffing season. And I was like, well, I think cuffing season is like stupid pressure, bullshit, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, I agree. But he but but. He said, actually, winter is the time for like sneaky links because you can like move in silence and darkness and, you know, doing all that kind of good stuff. But then now is actually the important coving season because isn't it fun to have someone you can go on trips with in the summer? And I was like, that's such an over 35 take. But I'm kind of here for it because, yeah, he's he's older. But like, I agree with him kind of. Um, But again, don't feel fall prey to coving season because you shouldn't. Also, I loved that he was kind of down to just do whatever because I told him that I wanted to go to try this chai and I was like please just come with me it's this thing and he just was like yeah I'm down okay we'll do it he roll with the punches kind of guy and we'll see it's we'll see mentality now activating will see mentality. Costa Rica was such a transformative trip for me you guys I stayed in an Airbnb with all of my best friends and as you've been hearing me talk about it on the pod you know that it was just the best trip of my life. We all stayed in this gorgeous Airbnb it over looked the ocean. It was in the mountains and it was actually big enough to hold all 10 of us. I am obsessed with Airbnb as a Side hustle because you can just be helping to pay for your vacation while you're literally on your vacation. While you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are many people who've never thought about it or didn't realize their space could even be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and is a great way to earn some extra money. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/slash host. Okay, so I have loved Maybelline since I became aware of it when I was, you know, probably 13, 14. I have used Maybelline for that long. And their new lifter plump lip gloss is absolutely insane. It is so fabulous. It gives me the perfect puffy pout. And one thing about me is I always have a lip on. Like I wake up in the morning, I brush my teeth and I apply a lip. I'm just that girl. I'm sorry. I have to. And I'm obsessed with this new Lifter Plump. Okay. Here's why. There's a little heat in it and it just makes your lips look so kissable, so perfect, so divine. I'm obsessed, quite frankly. Can you take the heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off or Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Starting is everything when it comes to fitness. You guys know I took a big break from working out last year because it can just get to be too much sometimes. And then it can be very scary to start again. But with Peloton, Peloton helps you start no matter what level you're at. And that's why I love it because... I I do start from zero quite frequently, and that's okay. Wherever you're starting, there's thousands of classes to get you moving. Whether that's beginner or advanced rides, feel-good live DJ rides, or artist-themed rides, they've got something for you. Peloton bike instructors keep you motivated from day one. They'll show you the basics, help take the guesswork out of your workout, and encourage you to build from there. Peloton entertainment keeps you moving. Watch your favorite TV shows and live sports as you ride perfect for those days when you don't want to miss a thing. Wherever you're starting, get moving with a Peloton bike or bike plus rental at www.onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Terms apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If I had an extra hour in my day, oh my gosh, what would I do? Maybe I would take a walk, maybe I would call a friend, maybe I would take a nap. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? I really did find that when I started therapy, it helped me to prioritize what was important, you know, because you're rushing through life. You're like, oh, my God, I never have any time. I don't have time to do this. I wish I had more time. We all have the same 24 hours in the day. So it's about how we use it for us. And therapy really helped me to prioritize my non-negotiables and figure out what was going on in my life that I needed to give extra shine to. And it has just been so freaking amazing and transformative for me. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com tinks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp hel dot slash tinks. And then I left him and New York had a, such a randomly beautiful Saturday. It started raining in the morning and then all of a sudden it was 70 degrees. So the entire entirety of New York City was like, well, it's time to day drink. And I met Wig and Jacob and Lucas at Finale 8's and we had 7 million drinks. And I was supposed to go to this dinner party, but then I didn't hear from, I, I like I like checked in because you know me, you got to check day off what time tonight what can I bring blah blah blah. and didn't hear so I assumed it was off so I was like well that's my green light to get absolutely wasted during the day and then at like 6 45 my friend Savannah's like yeah okay it's 7 15 like we're waiting for you and I was like oh fuck so you know probably wasn't my best showing at that dinner but that's okay that is okay obviously I've started drinking again and I feel okay about it you got to just go day by day. Now I feel like I'm I'm going to take a a break till Coachella, which is like a nice 2 week time off. So I do still think that my drinking has changed, but I felt like doing it and I've did it. So that's all there is to it. And that's why I think it's so important to not make any proclamations. Like especially if if you're on any stage of your journey with anything. I mean, yes, it's good to set intentions, but I think when you don't really know what you want the outcome to be and you're just trying to change your behavior, give yourself that grace. Just let yourself go day by day and relax and be okay about it. And you know, see how it makes you feel. Like you didn't do anything bad. You didn't, you know, if you are trying to drink less and then all of a sudden you have like a wild Saturday. You didn't go backwards. You're just like, that's another data point for you. See how it makes you feel. If it made you feel bad, okay, then that's a good thing to know. You can adjust as you go forward. Like everything is about moving forward, you guys. Nothing is about looking back. That was like the pod last week about post-bender anxiety and all that stuff. Everything is about looking forward Even if it's like a negative experience, you turn it into the shift is, yep, that's I'm going to say it a lot. You pre-order my book. The shift is what what did I learn from this? How how can I use this information going forward? That's with everything, with dates, with drinking, with anything, just always like how can I learn and how can I move forward? And that's why if you go on a bad date, the shit it's not like, oh, he's not my boyfriend. Therefore, the date was bad. The shift is like, okay, what did I learn? even if that's something small, even if it's just like, oh, I learned that I hate that new restaurant that opened on my block that we went to. You still learn something. Everything can be a positive and everything can be moving forward. So that's my update there. I did have some Uh, Sunday scaries uh I won't lie after the weekend just because the weekend was so fun and then I was just like oh my god I have a big week and just I don't know I feel like sometimes when you go on like multiple dates and at once and it's just all kind of a lot then when you come down especially if you're in the wake of a breakup it can kind of feel a little raw it can kind of feel like "Ooh, like what's going on this is kind of a lot so um that's that speaking of Being in my feelings and a lot And whatever I had truly the worst Anxiety attack last week about AI and I Just I know you're rolling your eyes, but there essentially Elon Musk and a bunch of other thought leaders signed this letter that was like, we need to put a six month stop on AI because it's like it's progressing too quickly and it's actually really bad. And then I started reading that and I shouldn't have because for me, that's my biggest trigger. I know you're probably thinking, tanks, there are a lot bigger problems in the world that are more immediate, like the fact that women don't have rights in this country and the fact that, you know, there's a school shooting like every other day. But the thing with anxiety is you can't control like what triggers your spirals. And for me, it's AI. And a lot of you guys wrote to me and were like, but what specifically are you worried about happening? And I was like, I'm literally worried about AI killing us. Like I'm, I'm worried that AI will end humanity. And I read this other letter that this guy who's kind of like, from what I understand from my friends in the industry he's a little bit extremist and alarmist but he wrote this open letter in on time.com being like we need to shut ad AI, AI, ai down now or like we're all gonna die and it really affected me and it just the whole thing really affects me because I just I mean again you don't you it's very hard to rationalize anxiety but for me I'm just like well, it would be so sad if humanity ended because we just like couldn't help ourselves. Do you know what I mean? But I guess that's true for every negative man-made thing. Like That's true for war. That's true for guns. That's true for all that stuff. And I think for me, it just makes me so upset to think about because I... I like love life. And so that was a really really tough 24 hours. I had to take my anxiety meds and do like emergency therapy and like do all my other tricks for that stuff. But you guys are actually really sweet about it. A lot of you wrote to me um like how to feel better about it. So if you have anything to help me, please send it. If you have anything that's going to hurt me and uh, talk about AI more, please don't send it to me. Um that's just something my personal trigger, but I don't know. I really really feel for you guys if you are struggling from the same thing because I forgot how completely crippling a panic attack can be and how overwhelming it can be and it's hard especially if you're like doing fine doing fine and then all of a sudden something triggers you and you're like catatonic and it can feel like whiplash it can feel like emotional whiplash so I was kind of dealing with that and I definitely talked too much about AI on my date on Saturday we were like literally in Soho diner like eating french fries and I was like yeah so anyway I'm really preoccupied with AI ending the earth and he was like oh okay but I'll say this he went there with me which is nice again because some guys would look at me sideways and be like wait what the fuck are you talking about or just be like it's fine it's fine but he kind of went there with me so another point for this um man's so I still have to decide if I'm going to go on a date with the other guy because Noah set me up with two guys and (laughs) the other guy texted me and he was like how is the date with blah blah and I was like fuck does everyone in this friend group already know that I'm going on dates with multiple people and he was like yeah you know we're just well informed over here so I need to just I, I probably will go on a date with him it's you know it's good I'm getting back out there I am getting back out there but I liked his I liked his attitude and um If you want to be set up, you should go listen to my episode about how to set people up and how to ask to be set up because I am the biggest fan of it. I think it's such an amazing way to meet people. I think literally like three of my boyfriends have been set ups. They're a fantastic way to meet people and it's just I don't know. To me, it works a lot better for me than dating apps. Again, I think dating apps are important. But um, yeah, most importantly, you guys, can we decide now if we're going to call it the summer of outside part two, or if we're going to come up with a new name for it? Because I kind of like the summer of outside part two. But I also if you have a better suggestion, I'm very open to it. But we are going to get our asses outside. And I'm not just talking about dating anymore. I'm talking about planning, doing things for your own happiness. And I have a lot more to say on this. So just let me know about the name. I am in Florida right now with my mom and my dad and my grandma. and I'm so freaking happy. So I can't wait. And then God, next week is already Coachella. Crazy. All right you know the drill. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with a friend or maybe leave a nice review and a five stars. That would be so kind. Pre-order my book so you can we can make lots of shifts together this year and raise the waterline for our happiness and reframe dating and do all that good stuff. Um, I love you all so much. Thanks for being the best community ever. Uh, you mean the world to me. I'll see you guys on Monday. Bye.
1: all operatives from now to march 30th mgm national harbor invokes your skills to play covert cash a spy themed kiosk game series where classified missions hidden rewards and daily thrills await sign up for mgm rewards to play and unlock up to twenty-five thousand dollars in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on march 30th visit mgm national covert cash to begin your mission must be 21 please play responsibly for help visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER